Well, that was an interesting ball game, more so than what we may have thought earlier in the ball game. But alas, the Rays pulled out a win. Yes, they did. And you know what? After all those cheeky jokes, wondering if the Durham Bulls could ever beat an MLB, an MLB team, we have that answer after Tuesday's lineup. And that is a resounding yes. Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the social medias, X and Instagram at Locked on Rays, and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays take down the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park by a score of 9-7. to seven. The Rays were up 7-0 to zero at one point, and then the score got to 7-6, to six, and then eventually 9-7. to seven. And to your point, Ulysses, about could the Durham Bulls or a Durham Bulls adjacent squad beat uh, a team like the Boston Red Sox, a middling 500 team in 2023. Well, we sort of more so more or less got that answer because uh, there were a lot of absentees in the lineup that was for the Rays by uh, maybe a little bit of, I know you don't like this, but uh, trying to slow down and rest some guys and make sure they're as uh prepped up for the playoffs as possible and just guys are legitimately hurt and they they need some time to to heal so no and and i've made it very uh um blatant and 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 out there that i i i I think i think that last year that was a, a a huge mistake and, and, and doing that and, and basically giving the guys no rhythm going into the playoffs. And, and you saw how awful those at-bats were um, in game one and game two. This time, I think, does have a little bit of nuance and there is a little bit of, of a difference here. Like, um, y- you you have to give these guys some 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 break and, 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 and they are legitimately hurt. And it seems like somebody's got a, a voodoo doll either in Baltimore or in Toronto and... And they're having fun with it. So, yeah, right now it's okay. But I do want to see the the names, the big names, see some at-bats, um, you know, maybe half a game treated like maybe spring training uh, during the weekend against the, against the Blue Jays. I think that would be mo- most beneficial for, for them. But do you have the lineup in front of you that actually saw some play tonight? Because I think when you when you first see this on, let's say, uh, Tuesday at 5 p.m. and you're like, Hmm. What? Even, even, even Trisha, mm. who is pretty on the line, and, and 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 like she's like you know she she dances that. Hey, we're gonna give it to you, but we're gonna give it to you straight. Uh, she even had some fun. She's like with an interesting lineup, and yeah. and Mark Topkin said the same thing, like with a funny looking lineup, or I, I forget the phrase, but. If you have that up there, I think people would really appreciate you reciting that. Yeah, this is a, a case of load management, if you will. And yeah, if we just go back to April, May, March of this <laughs> year, you'd see a lot of those names that were in AAA or maybe even A or high A for that matter as well. Uh, Jonathan Aranda, Junior Camonero, where 
got to tell you again, I am a big junior fan in the fact that he's batting second in any order in the big leagues uh, at his age is, is remarkable. Isak Paredes, familiar name, of course. Josh Lowe, familiar name. Curtis Mead, Manny Margot, Rymel Tapia, Taylor Walls, and Renee Pinto. That was the starting squad. That sounds like as September call-up as I've ever read yeah. <laughs> a lineup in a while. And that's wild because you don't have that option anymore where, you know, we, we Kevin, we are that old that we can say we used to watch September baseball when there was no cap to however many baseball players you could call up. And then you, you'd have basically lineups of just like Team B mm-hmm. uh, playing in September. We don't have that anymore. You get two more. That's it. 28-man roster. Yeah. Uh, and yet, looking at those numbers, if you had given that lineup to us on April 20th, we would have said, what the hell went wrong? Right. Oh, for sure. This is like a uh, spring training sixth inning lineup. Something along those lines. This is, I'm, I'll go even further, Kev. This is the lineup that you play when the other team is in Port Charlotte, and then you had another double squad up in Fort Myers playing the Red Sox. Yeah. The split squad situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Regardless, uh, this lineup was still able to cobble together 13 hits and nine runs and go six for 14 with runners in scoring position and score in a multitude of ways. We saw doubles. We saw home runs. We saw bloopers. We saw grounders. We saw fielders choices. Uh, we saw a little bit of everything to really um, scratch across runs here and there throughout the course of the ball game. So that was nice to see uh, really guys just noting the importance of, Hey, there's a runner in scoring position, multiple runners in scoring position. My job is to not strike out, but to put the ball in play one way or the other. Okay, if it's a slow bleeder to the second baseman or the shortstop, so be it. I'm going to get that run across, and I'm going to get that run scored. But again, shout out to uh, some of the bigger boppers like Renee Pinto. Man, he's got some power. And then Junior Caminero. Man, I know it wasn't a homer, but... That was a hell of a shot on a uh, breaking ball from, what was it, uh, Taylor Houck, I guess. Uh, I mean, you could hear the sound off the bat, and you could hear the sound of the ball off the wall as well. Um, so it's that's kind of one of those, it's eye-opening, ear-popping power and strength and ability uh, from that cat. Uh, I know he only went one for five, uh, and other guys like Manny Margot. Manny Margot is just, you know, racking up the hits. I don't know if there's some clause in his contract of he's got to get to a certain number of hits to, you know, exercise another, you know, $250,000 or something like that, but he is becoming a hitting machine. So, Hey, let, let's ride this hot streak. If we can uh, going into the playoffs, that would be nice. And, and he missed some time. So when he's come back, I wanted to see, cause I was talking to a, 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 a friend and he was saying how, oh, no, Manny Margot, uh, you know, I, I got that. I got trust in that guy. And I was like, OK, that's 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 let me let me look deep and, and see how somebody else's perspective that might not be seeing the data all the time, mm-hmm. how Margot is. And so I looked at Margot since September 14th, which is when he came up. He's had 
35 plate appearances before today, which he went 444, by the way. Almost a 300 average, dancing with a 750 OPS. And so those two numbers have increased after Tuesday night's performance. So uh, good to see Manny Margot doing this. I know that some people might not like to see him out there uh, defensively uh, or or offensively, but I think he when he is given the time and given the right matchups, I think he's more than a solid MLB player. Yeah. And right now with Siri being gone and 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 Randy Rosarena maybe giving some rest, like it's really nice to know that you have a quality MLB player like Manny Margot in your lineup. I and and so that's good. So that's great. Yeah, no, I think you hit the nail on the head. Quality MLB player. Pretty much in a, a starter quality player. There's a reason that the Rays gave him, you know, a, a sizable contract in multiple years attached with that. Is he ever going to be an all-star? Probably not, but um, he can be reliable and relied upon in multiple situations as well. And uh, another note on this game, uh, the weather seemed to be a little chilly. You know, you have that late September vibes up in Boston, and we saw somebody named Pete Fairbanks close out the game, get his 25th save of the year. And a one, two, three inning, one, two, three inning, three strikeouts and did it in very impressive fashion and form. Very closer-esque outing with the fastball and the breaking ball. Uh, so in this case, anyway, the uh, the chilly confines and conditions weren't an issue because I know Trisha was bundled up. Uh, looked like some of the fans out there were bundled up and uncomfortable. Yep. Some of the players bundled up and uncomfortable. So, uh, but Pete, he, he managed it well, and and hopefully that can be kept up uh, going into the playoffs. Yeah, it was 52 tonight that there in in Boston. So, mm-hmm. put it on X. Uh, thank you. Uh, props to Fairbanks for giving us hope. If you're doing this in 52 degree weather in Boston, well, the first wild card series is going to be played at the Trop. So. There we go. I think 52, that's 72. I know I know we were there the night of the blow-up on Saturday with Fairbanks. Hopefully oh that's, that's the last of that. Thank you, Pete. Uh, you only get one of those, Pete, in uh, late baseball in September. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't want to see that. That was your last one. You get that. Yes. One. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to have to be in a situation where you're coming from behind to, to win games and you need miracles uh, from the bats. You need the yes. bats to wake up at the perfect – absolute perfect time to pull out a victory uh that is not uh, a good formula going forward uh we have more to discuss but first we have to tell you about neutrophil neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth visible thickness and visible scalp coverage. Neutrophil's hair growth supplements use physician formulated natural science-backed ingredients they're also drug-free Patented technology provides consistent, reliable results as well. It works too. In a clinical study, 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after six months taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. 
be. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. I'll spell it out for you as well. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men. And then enter that familiar promo code locked on MLB, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B. All right, uh, getting to maybe a little bit of a side fun topic here. Uh, there was at least one guy in the interesting lineup uh, from tonight's game, Isak Paredes. Kevin, well, Kevin do, yeah. before we, we hit that, just want to give you a little bit of thing. There were okay. five games before Tuesday's episode, uh, Tuesday uh, game. There were five games left. Just making simple math here. Let me put my my five up here. Okay, uh, Eflin just pitched this game. Uh huh. So that means that there are four guys that are going to pitch the next four games. Have they just basically told us Zach Eflin is game one starter for the world for the wild card game? Perhaps I. It seems like you've looked into this deeper than I have. So is that your premonition? Is that what you're going with. I, I don't know if it depends on what Tyler glass now does in uh Wednesday's outing, which man uh, he could use a, a good one. We might have to get to that at some point because um, his uh, performances against teams that are going to be in the playoffs in the American league uh, needs some uh, buttering up, if you will. So. Very good as two point twins, not so good. Baltimore, not so good. Jays, not so good. Uh, yeah, because if the wild card game one is played on October third, that's a week from Tuesday, which would give him one, two, three, four, five, six days rest for Zach Eflin. Uh, any, so I, I feel like that's the way that they're kind of gonna go. Maybe they shorten. Maybe they give it to Tyler and they can be like, Zach, we, we trust you more with a little bit more rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the fact that they shortened him to five innings on Tuesday's game, that might mean a little bit more like, okay, well, with 71 pitches, that's your last tune up before right. in a week. Um, I don't know. It was something I wanted to bring up and, and see what you thought. Yeah, we'll have to see what the uh, listeners uh, share out there as well. I mean, he's he's certainly been healthy, available, shown the part this entire season. So, um, you know, I, I do like the idea that you brought up previously of having him be the quote-unquote stopper, um, you know, in the playoffs if you get deep enough into the playoffs. So we'll see what happens uh, with all that. Um so getting uh, getting back to it a little bit, um, mm-hmm. one guy that was in the lineup, uh, the lighter lineup, uh, the light version of a raised lineup, um, Isak Paredes, uh, batted third, was the DH, didn't do uh, much, uh, if anything, in this game. He did score a run, uh, but was 0 for 5. But regardless, I uh, think we should give him credit and kudos for getting to the magic 30 home runs uh this season and inching closer i don't know if he's quite gonna get there but very very close about as close as you can get to uh being the 3100 guy one of the very few 
uh, in Ray's history that would be able to do that. Um, but it kind of uh, got these synapses firing in the sense of who's going to be the next guy on the Rays active or 40 man roster to do that. And I'm going to add a little asterisk here of maybe take Brandon Lau out of the equation. Another who, who's going to be a guy who is, who has yet to do that at the major league level. Who is that in 2024, 2025, 2026, whenever uh, that's currently on the 40 man roster, I guess uh, for, you know, if we want to go that deep and that far yeah. into it. So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there, maybe get some listener insight uh, and thoughts on that. But there's certainly uh, quite a few candidates, maybe some obvious, maybe not so obvious either. But um, didn't know if you had a, a viewpoint on all this. I'll I'll throw the the easy one down the middle here. Jose Siri. Jose Siri. Yep. I, I feel like this is a guy who basically was told to un- unleash um, this season by by Ray's front office by Ray's manager Kevin Cash and, and coaches that are like hey just do you mm-hmm. just be out there whoever you are that's who you who we want to see and he's like all right I pop homers and I strike out a lot and I don't have yeah. any sense of what a walk is in my life and they're like okay just do that do do that and then just give us gold glove defense and that's what he's been providing so 25 no, uh knocks this year i mean that's that's huge man i mean in 101 games too from a center fielder no less now his line gives off uh javi baez vibes uh do you have it in front of you well i know he's got a well, i know siri at this juncture has a 201 batting average and a 267 on base percentage um and the high heat gives him fits. The sweepers down and away gives him fits. But man, when there's a hanging breaking ball, he can do some damage on it. So I hope that um, he doesn't continue. I hope there's some refinement in his game so that he doesn't totally get exposed down the line. Maybe some sort of minor approach change, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, he, he seems like he is going to be that guy. It, you're, you, you God, got look at, that's what a, you that, see is what you get. That is such a just a mind-numbingly bleep in line. Two twenty-four average, uh, two seventy-three. Oh my God! Sorry, two twenty-two, two sixty-seven on base, four ninety-four slugging. Is this like, Baez or Siri? It doesn't make sense. And oh, by the way. Do you have his strikeout rate in front of you, or do you want to guess? I don't know if we're talking about Jose Siri or Javi Baez. I'm I'm confused now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Siri, Siri. Okay, I, I do not have his strikeout rate, but I know it's I know his strikeout rate, whiff rate, and walk rate is like in the first percentile on Baseball Savant. Okay, well, his K rate is sitting at a very cool thirty five point seven. No this guy is striking out at 36% of the time, but he's going saying, hey, look, I'm going to give you gold glove defense, possibly one day a platinum glove, swag, great clubhouse uh, uh, guy. People are going to have a good time around me, and I'm going to give you 25 Jimmy Jacks, and I can give you 30 next year. Yeah, You take that. You take that. Uh, I mean, I, I think ultimately you, you do, and and – if you want to be uh, an analytical, uh, his WRC plus is 106. 
So there he is six points uh, better than the average MLB player, which is yeah. which is obviously good, but that's all MLB players. That's not center fielders. With, uh, among center fielders, it's probably even better. Right. And conversely, I mean, going back to Isak Paredes for a second, I don't think he gets enough credit for his approach at the plate. If you look at his walk rate, his whiff rate, his strikeout rate, it's very, very impressive and remarkable for the power that he's delivering. Uh, in addition to, if you dive a little bit deeper into the numbers, he's got the highest launch angle of his career and all of his home runs, which you should know this by now, if you've watched enough of them, they are to the pole side. I mean, every yeah. single one of them, it is really remarkable that, and it doesn't matter if it's a 96, 97 fastball, he finds a way to turn on it and hit it down the line. That's how he gets a lot of his doubles, but he also has shown and showcased the ability to maybe not for power so much, but if, and when a base hit is needed, he can spray the ball over the field a little bit. Yeah. He will smartly astutely when the moment calls for it of a, just a base knock the other way, he can do that as well. So I think that's something um, to, to, to give him a little credit for. And it wasn't that long ago, 2021, where he was a nobody really, where he had 95 plate appearances, a Homer, a 208 batting average and a 625 OPS. And I remember Kevin Goldstein who we had on the show um, a couple of years ago, you know, players, especially young players, like him and like he was at the time, they can change in dramatic ways, one way or the other. They can improve significantly, or they can um, they can diminish significantly. And and this yeah. was a case of he just needed a chance. He needed an opportunity. He needed a, a place where he would be welcomed, and they they see what uh, he can bring to the table, and um, he thrives from there. And, and, and as a human being, he needs to feel comfortable there too. Like a lot of things have to have to go right. And and it's great that as a race fan, we get to enjoy Isaac Paredes. He's 24 years old. I mean, this guy is super young. I, I, we've we've said it before, so I'll say it right now. Uh, he he could be one of those guys that is in the team in 2028 uh, for that new ballpark. I really I really do think that he he could be a candidate for that. He's young enough. And I wouldn't put it past him to want to secure, uh, you know, his his future earnings uh, with with a nice little um, long term deal with with the race. So he's been fantastic, man. I I really hope that um, he doesn't get uh, lost in the shuffle. Right. Um, and and we mentioned it before the the defense that he provides, uh, be it at second or third, as yeah. well. Um, I do want to kind of give uh, you know my uh, take. I don't know if it's a hot take, but just kind of my thoughts on who will be or who could be that next uh, thirty homer guy besides Siri. Uh, just I, I think that he's kind of the the next man maybe on the list, assuming that he can play more than you know a hundred games in a season. Um, but, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but first Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something really important. Yes. And we've been telling you that modern medical care and treatment are important. You know, this and that our global supply chains can be fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel can cut you off from the treatment that you need. And that is where Jace medical is your solution. So just, you can fill out their online form and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will review it, 
to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. That sounds so easy. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using our code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout at jacemedical.com. Use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Okay, I have two candidates for being uh, 30 homer guys. Uh, aside from Isak Paredes, we know Brandon Lau has done it already in his career, and uh, Jose Siri getting very close to that marker before uh, getting hurt here in this case. Um, Junior Caminero, I will continue to uh, be bullish on him going forward, and I will note that uh, Dedicated listener, Sarah Guyberson, uh, I want to shout this out. She talked with the Rays first base coach yesterday, and uh, he said that he is blown away by Junior, and there is something special about him. And then she also brought up the point, maybe he's a saving grace and a big difference maker in the playoffs, uh, especially with all the injuries that are afoot. Uh Maybe not quite to the uh, Randy 2020 experience, but uh, maybe uh, making his his name and footprint known. So that's one name I'll throw out there. And then another is uh, Josh Lowe. He's got 19 homers and 80 RBI and 132 games this season. 30 doubles as well. Um, and I went and looked at his spray chart. You could probably count out about eight to nine of those extra base hits, mostly doubles, and then a triple here and there that are very, very close to being homers, whether they were off the wall or just nicking the wall or getting to the warning track in some shape or form. So I think he could be a candidate, uh, big power, easy power. He handles all types of pitches. Well, um, maybe the, a little bit of a detraction is, uh, the fact of his struggles against lefties. So that might mitigate, playing time to some extent and he's not always um going uh going broke for the power he's also you know patient in the sense of hey if if the role calls for me just getting a base hit i can do that but uh yeah. he seems like he could you know maybe have the potential down the line to get to the uh big 3-0 so that's what i would just say or add um, as far as my thoughts, I think a, a guy like Yandi, again, I think he's he's more of a max out at 135, 140 games. He'll give you, you know, this is probably going to be his career high or close to it, sure. which I'm fine with. Bring every, just take this line, repeat it for a couple years. Hey, we'll accept that. 100%. Randy, again, he seems like he, you know what you're going to get year in and year out. And I think he'll pretty much max out at 23, 24, 25 home runs. And then I'll give you the stolen base component, the double component. And then, you know, an OPS of, you know, 810, 820, whatever it may be. Um, I, don't, 
I don't Rayleigh, I don't think he'd get enough playing time. Pinto, he's got the power to be a, a you know have a Mike Zanino like season, but will he get the playing time? That's another question as well. So. Yeah, no, I uh, to go back to your Josh Lowe pick, I I don't hate it at all. I mean, if you look at expected home runs by Park. There are a couple of like, you know, Cincinnati, you're looking at 25. Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. you're looking at 26. Uh, Brewers, uh, you're looking at in Milwaukee, you're looking at 26, like for this year. Uh, and a right. year that he's got 19. So you're not far away from the truth. And and when you do look at his spray chart, if you guys have the the five minutes, look at Josh Lowe's spray chart. It's um it's pretty funky how yeah. he does have like about nine or ten doubles in 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 a single triple where that could have been gone yeah that could have easily been gone and like so like five if if 50 percent of those would have been gone you're looking at at a guy that's like matching siri at 25 yeah and maybe he has a jump like isak paredes from 2022 to 2023 maybe that's josh lowe 2023 to 2024 where you know josh lowe you know didn't play it was a, a wacky 2022 season. This is really yeah. his true rookie year and true, you know, getting legitimate playing time and opportunities and just maybe being able to build on that uh, can be something special uh, for next year <laughs> and beyond. And, so. and he has an 816 OPS, a, a, a 286 average and, and knocking on the door of 20 home runs uh, with, with 32. He's, he can possibly be a 2030 guy in his first full season. Josh Lowe has done exactly what we expected of him just when you're late. Right. Which is okay because it's not linear people. Let's remember that they're young players. We have to have patience. And he wants to compete with with his brother. He wants to outpower his brother in uh, some regard who I'm looking at his numbers right now, three consecutive years of playing, you know, 155 to hundred, you know, 155 plus games. That's, Pretty good durability uh, right there for Mr. Nathaniel. Last year, one of our prop bets, I said, Josh Lowe is going to have a higher than 771 OPS because Nate Lowe had, had uh, Nathaniel Lowe had mm-hmm. a 771 the, the year before, 771 OPS. He obviously came way underneath that at 627 last year. So I lost that prop bet. This year, he's making me look... Like I was just a year too early. 816 yeah. OPS, just way above and beyond that 770. I'm really happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and last thing here, uh, quick, brief trivia question. There are 12 guys, 12 individuals who have crossed the 30 homer plateau in a Rays uniform. Can you rattle them off in 30 seconds or rattle as many as you can in 30 seconds? Go. Uh, Pena. Yeah. Huff. Uh, Longo. Brad Miller. Uh, Logan Morrison. Uh, Austin Meadows. Brendan Lau. Mike Zunino. Uh, Isak Paredes. Um, missing devil race here. Canseco, keep going. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm missing young ones. Dickerson did it. No, um, um, I'm, I'm missing something. 30 seconds. Okay. No, you did a really, really good job for being put on the spot like that. Um, <laughs> did you mention Steven Souza? Son of a bleep. No. Okay, that's one. 
Did you mention CJ Crone? Ah, 2018 wonder. Yes. No, I did not. Did you mention I'm having trouble reading my handwriting, but Fred McGriff? I did. I think I did. Okay. I think we'll I have did. to go back to the tape on that. I yeah, think people you on YouTube got, said, tell me if I did. Yeah. I think you got everybody else. Souza, Miller, Crone, Pena, Longo, McGriff, Zanino, Meadows, Huff, Canseco, Logan Morrison, and uh, Brandon Lau. That's nice. where I got in front of me anyway. So... Very good. So that's the, the list that should be held up in uh, infamy. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.